This is... This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, on the one hand, I'm like, of course it exists. But on the other hand... Uh, I'm kind of like, isn't that... Isn't that playing the game, though? No, because you still have to go earn all of the stuff. This is just planting where everything goes, so you know that you have to go three tiles over to plant your first oak tree. Otherwise, it screws up the whole plan. So this is like... Um, this is like uh, some kind of uh, CAD. This is CAD. <laughs> for It's computer-aided drafting for Stardew Valley. Yes, I guess. I mean, technically, yeah. yes. It's a... Stardew Valley Planner, a Stardew yeah. Planner. Uh, this is the Farm Planner, by the way. There is another one which I will show you. Is it Relationship Planner? No, no, it's a Crop Planner. So this uh, one is a calendar system. You can plot. You say, okay, for the first day of of uh, spring here, I'm going to go ahead and plant. We'll go with strawberries because that's one of the more profitable ones. I'm going to plant. 500 strawberries and using equality fertilizer done and then oh no did you have yeah actually plant yeah hit the plant button there you go and so then this shows you this shows you every day that you get to harvest it and so you get six harvests out of it and it shows your total cost and profit so you'll be netting if you if you start day one you plant 500 strawberries, you'll be netting 346,396 gold. This is like kind of sick. Like, this is work. <laughs> like, this feels like work. Yes, I do algebra for fun. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I, hey, this. Uh, this is a lot easier. I, I, I mostly just use it to count the harvests. Yeah. Because I did the math and it's not accurate. Uh, because it doesn't. You got to submit a bug to this guy. I do because it's not accounting for quality. Because this is only assuming that you get the most basic quality of crop out of it. And if you go over here and adjust and you say uh, on the setting, you say my farming level is 10 and I have these other abilities that give me it it'll it'll give you more percentage it'll calculate the time uh-huh if you have these these uh, abilities that like increase the amount that you sell stuff for and increase your um growth uh, decrease your grow times yeah but it's not accurate in that it only shows you profit if every single thing you sold was the lowest quality but if you're using a better fertilizer and if you're using and if your farming level is high enough, 60% of your crops are going to be gold quality, which sell for 50% more. And it's not even accounting for that in the math. So I, I went and did the math to see if I use <laughs> fertilizer, this is how it'll cost like the cost will go uh -huh. up a little bit because you have to buy the fertilizer on top of it. Uh -huh. It'll increase your costs, but will the what's your what's your ROI? Right, exactly. So I had to go go calculate myself to figure out, like, okay, is this crop with the fertilizer going to be worth more, assuming a 60%, a 60, 30, 10% silver, gold, silver, normal output versus 
just using this crop with no fertilizer, which is like a 20, some 20, 40, uh, uh, 30 output or something like that. Like I can't remember the math right now, but it's like 20% of gold if you're at level 10 farming. And so I was doing the math like, well, is it worth it to buy the fertilizer? And, and is this one worth it? Is it better to grow the crop really fast or to yeah. use the fertilizer and get higher quality? And then there's some that have kind of a break-even point where it's like, well, this one, it's almost exactly the same. It doesn't make a difference. You get an extra harvest or you get the higher quality. But then there's some where it's like, clearly it's better to grow faster or clearly uh -huh. it's better to grow with the higher quality. And it depends a lot on the grow times. Wow. Yeah, that is that is exactly like work. That is like what people do for jobs. Yeah, and this is what I do for fun, which is why I'm a game designer for a job. Yeah, I guess so. Like you make a bunch of number associations and formulas for how to calculate. Yeah, if things. you're doing if you're doing balance work on a on a video game, like you spend half your life doing algebra and Excel spreadsheets. So yeah. Listen up, everybody who thinks they want to make games for fun. Like, if you don't enjoy doing algebra for fun to play a video game, you might not want to be a balance guy. Oh, I was explaining how I accidentally started doing math uh, or found out that I was doing, like, more complex math than I ever thought I would the other day just from, like, like both, like, wave synthesis stuff and also, like, um, having to do, like, some... Um, what was I doing? I think I was like trying to understand like uh oh, I was doing vector math. That's what it was. Because I was trying to understand like distances between things, between objects and points on objects and stuff. And I was like, oh, like I wanna I wanna point I wanna put I wanna move this one object to, to this point based on my like character's relative position and that kind of stuff. And you know, if the tool doesn't already exist, like you have to make it. And that's what I was doing. And so I was doing math and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yep. It'll get you. Yeah. I, I guess the trick is to like, you just have to be good enough. Like, you know, you don't have to be a, a math genius, but you just have to be like good enough to understand like the math concepts. And then, yeah. like, other things like calculators and other, like, programming formulas will help you, like, kind of, like, make up for that. <clears throat> yes. It's like spelling. A machine can do a lot of the work for you at this point. Yeah. If you kind of vaguely know the words you're looking for, you can sort of, like, start to type it out, and it'll, and it'll get you the rest of the way. Yes. Um, oh, geez, there was a word... I mean, no, nope, I, I, mean, I, I was trying to. Good story. I, yeah, good story about that word. <laughs> it, it was some word. It was like I was trying to say, like, spell out some word that. Uh, uh, it was some word that's like fairly commonplace, something like intermittently or something like that. But I messed it up so bad, like, or I was so far off on like where some of my vowels and stuff were placed that, like, whenever I try to like get the spell check on it 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 like the 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 suggestion from google autocorrect was like amputates or something and i'm like <laughs> that's so far off um <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes it'll get you <laughs> yeah yes uh so this is still in beta and we make video games and we talk about video games 
and other times we talk about Danny DeVito reality shows or something. Yes, or Serial or, or Batman. Yeah, any, any of these things. Um, so, uh, okay, I uh, I need to I need to sell you on this Yakuza game, right? Okay. So it's a it's a game series that has now like six entries in it, and I think it's been going on since the PS2. But I hadn't heard of it until my roommate was telling me about it because he bought the new one that's on PS4, Yakuza Zero. And I think this game is right up your alley, right? I sent you the video of the dance battle. The dance battle. Yeah. Yes. So that's a series of mini games you do. Can uh, you hook up a dance pad and actually play it that way? No, you can't do it. It's not DDR. Oh, it's it, unfortunate. Like, the way that mini game works is not DDR. It's a rhythm game, but it's not... What oh yeah, yeah, because it was more like like if you if you hit the controller up, down, left, right to like move around before you have to hit the step button. Then you yeah, can you can like points. increase your combo by moving to other places on the grid before you get to the place you're supposed to hit in time. Is it like Snake where you can't go back over the same tile? Yes, you don't get a you don't get a combo that doesn't add to your combo if you go if you retread on a space. Right. So you can't just go in a circle around the around the thing. And then get there. You've got to like, yeah, yeah, because otherwise you just like my. I would just be like back and forth between two tiles. Yeah, thousand times. Yeah, so that's how they get around that. Does it? Does it do you have to go like in sync, or can you just go really fast? You can go really fast, but you have to land on the right button prompt and press the button at, in time as the like um, <clears throat> radius or whatever is shrinking. On yeah, it. yeah. So there is still a rhythm game mechanic, but the actual like extra steps to build up combo just go is nuts. is go nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. There's also karaoke. There's also, um, yes. Uh, and the karaoke thing is amazing, uh, because it'll like start off and you're just in a karaoke bar, but as you start to like do really good towards the end of the song, it like transitions you to a stage <laughs> and like you're on like a stage that is, that it like changes, I think, depending on which character and which song you are. Uh huh. You're, you're doing it, so. so i would love this to be like a crate like if, if i were to make like some kind of crazy club like i would love to make like some kind of crazy karaoke club right where it's like people like there's all these like chambers that people and parties go into and like there's a stage on the other side of these chambers and so like people are in there like in all these different rooms there's just like a wall of them like hollywood squares or something right uh -huh. there's people in there like singing their hearts out and if somebody's like doing really good like it like come out and like unfold and then they got an audience of people because it's like that's like a big bar over here it'll unfold and do like a freaking lady gaga show or something like and then they're singing it's like now they now they're in public all of a sudden uh -huh. doing so awesome and then it puts like all this crazy pressure on them and then maybe they like totally screw up and ruin their lives <laughs> or maybe they're just everyone's like yeah maybe they just own it this is the best. And, yes, and they exactly. become the best yeah. yes yeah like something like that like that's that would be like such an awesome like and stupid and probably unsuccessful club idea, but I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> Surprise, you're on stage. <clears throat> yes, like, so, yeah, it would be called, like, I would call it, like, suddenly famous or something. Uh -huh. or it's just, like, you know, and then they're, like, you're trying to do it, and it's like, boom, and they just pop you out. And maybe it's just, like, totally random. It doesn't even matter if you're doing well or not. They just, like, throw you out there, and, like, maybe you're totally, and, like, even if you're totally bombing, and it's just like, nope, it's your guy's turn. Boom, you're out there. You're on stage now. Yeah. But then I'll, oh, but you, so then it has to be kind of a thing where, like, you have to, like, convince people to go to this thing. So, and, like, not tell people about it, but you want to tell people about it. 
right right like it it's it's like the weird secret menu of of karaoke clubs yeah 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 i don't know how well that plan would work but uh yeah it would be if you combine it with like a tv show or something like it's like some kind of like a the voice type of thing where it's like people are like i think that's the way you do it it's like something like that like so you run this bit for like three weeks or something yeah and film it yeah yeah but so then it wouldn't be like well then it's a tv show then it's not like i suppose that's true yeah it's not like a club yeah that sucks I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be some way to promote it and just make it like this crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, it could definitely be like a like a weird tourist trap thing where you're like you like the locals all like trick their out of town buddies <clears throat> to go to this thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it'll be great. And they they can like tip tip the guy to be like, when this guy's on stage, like push the button on him and like launch him out onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like an injector seat. They're just like shooting you out there like a cannon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, like that could be really great is if like like the people who aren't in the karaoke part of it, who are just in the bar part of it, are like like have the screens of the people in all of these booths and they like are like pushing buttons to like vote on who gets launched onto the stage. Yeah, see okay, so there you go. So that, that's that's the reality show part of it, right? Yeah. Now it's like everybody's like they see all these people and you can kinda and you can like listen and hear them it's like, nope, this guy, come on. Yeah. You vote and they then they come out. They're like, oh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. And some people would be like, you picked me. Yeah. And other people would be like, oh, God, I want to die. Right. <laughs> but then it's like people will and then either people will try to pick someone that's like generally doing a good job or they'll be totally trolling and just trying to get like the the like she bangs, she bangs guy to come out there. <laughs> get the William Hung out there. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Like. I think he's like the third most famous person still from from American Idol. He is one of two people I remember the name of who were on that who were not a host. Yeah, there's your girlfriend Kelly Clarkson, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Man. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I hate that I like that one song for a bit. <laughs> I just love the shame on your face when I when I caught you listening to it. It was like, really? Yeah. Like, at least if you like it, at least own it. Just say, yeah, I like it. Shut up. I mean, that's the definition of a guilty pleasure, right? It's like yeah. this thing that, that like, you like. It's like a literal guilty pleasure. Like, that it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all on a playlist. I got it. And I put it in here on purpose. Yeah. It's not like it's just a radio thing that happened. It's not on the radio. It's it not was... like on Pandora or something. It's like, it's a thing that I like, like specifically got and put on a, onto like a mobile device to listen to secretly <laughs> in the car. <laughs> and sing to a no one's looking. <laughs> and then I'm just like, huh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, I've deleted. I've deleted that. You deleted it. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone now. Sorry if I shamed you into not liking something. But um, so uh, so yeah. There's, so there's those two mini games. There's tons of mini games, mm-hmm. and but it's like it's it's such a it's such a an incredible like everything I've heard about this game. My roommate's been like played through the whole thing. And every once in a while, he'll tell me something. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like one of the characters 
like you can get different move sets for like because part of it is like it's a brawler right right and so one of the move sets for one of the guys is a breakdancing move set and you can do like style moves and he'll just do like poses as part of the move set mm-hmm. so and he'll do like head spins and things like that that turn into real attacks and things but like i assume he has a windmill destruction attack some kind of yeah yeah <laughs> and so everything about this game sounds great and it sounds like the like weird um japanese mini game fest stuff that you like it it made me think of like steambot chronicles like how you yeah, love that i love steambot chronicles so much <clears throat> there's like so many like unnecessary features in that game i can't get enough of it yeah like the this is like uh but like all of the features and like all of the side stories and stuff like tie into each other and there's all of this just bu- bizarre like side things and then there's this like huge over-the-top melodramatic story th- stuff that is like the plot of the game uh-huh. and yeah i think you would love it and it's all set in this one's all set in the 80s as well so it's pretty great nice um well it sounds pretty good yeah like that game sounds good i'm gonna have to try it um yeah but uh yeah a game that's a, a game that's not as great though is the new Deus Ex game, um, Mankind Divided. So I started playing that game, and... Like, so I played Human Revolution. I've played every Deus Ex game. Right. Uh, well, except for the one that was on tablet or whatever. Um, that was like a Human Revolution tie-in game or something that apparently maybe has some kind of like relevance to the actual plot that is in this game. There's a lot in this game that apparently the story, like a, the bulk of like the background of what happened to the main character between the first, uh, uh, between Third. Human Revolution, between Human Revolution and this game, there's a bunch of stuff that happened and they kind of wink and nod at like the stuff that they're talking about. Like there's this period of time where he was in Alaska with amnesia or something. And that's kind of how they pitch it to you. And it's like, yeah, a bunch of weird stuff happened in Alaska. And I'm like, what? And, I, and my roommate tells me that, like, all of this stuff's in a novel. Like, uh, a supplemental novel. You can fucking read a book. Yeah. That's why I play video games. So I don't have to read books and crap. I don't want that form of media. So, Ugh. so I'm like, wait, are you kidding me? Like, they're never going to. And, like, there's all of these, these, these uh, groups called, like, there's a character called Janus. And, uh like a group called the juggernaut collective and stuff. And they reference them a lot. And apparently you're maybe working for them. And there's this other character that you meet inexplicably who doesn't have a background. And it's just like, yeah, we've been working together. And I'm like, have we? And, and that's the, that's the background you get in the game. And all of that, all of that and how that ties into the main game is in the novel. That's terrible. That's, terrible it is a terrible way to tell a story and uh and so and now and then they do these other weird things where they just like insert characters like bob page who was like the villain from the first game and joseph manderley who was your that was like the first game that was the first game he's like he's like your boss at unatco that you maybe kill if you want um and uh and so he's in there, but he's like in his 40s and this game's supposed to take place 50 years in the future. Or I guess at this point, 40 years in the future. And he's like already looks old 
or and or 40 yeah, years like, 40 years in the past like so you take the original deus ex human revolution was 50 years before that and then this game is like two or three years after that so it's like you know it's still got 48 years to catch back up so so this guy should actually be like a toddler yeah joseph mandley should be a toddler right. bob page should also be a toddler like they're they're both in their like 40s and 50s in the original Deus Ex game. Right. It's all explained in the novel. Wink, wink. No, none of that's explained in the novel. <laughs> but like, so, so cryogenic freezing. So story, well, they were in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. So story wise, like I've had a lot of problems with these two games because they just kind of stomp all over the original game storyline and just like try to make its own thing and then put these random like injections of like, remember the original game? Here's a character from it, and it doesn't make any sense that they're referenced here because they would be like children because of how far in the past we set this game, even though all of the technology is way far beyond anything outside of the nanomachines. Right, so the episode one did. Yeah, the episode one did. Like, to hell. Like, it's crazy. Further back in time, better technology. Yeah, like, way better technology. And some people, like, try to, like, hand wave it like on the internet and then just like, Oh, well, you know, technology crash or something. They entered like a dark era of technology between then and now. And it's like, well, yeah, but there would be remnants. There would be some kind of indication that this sort of technology existed when you have like giant two story cities like Midgar that existed in China or like, uh, you know, these uh, like you're in, you go to Prague and they've got these like huge, like, weird um i don't know what they look like weird electro sh like future shelving units from like ikea and they're like glowing with lights and they're like miles long floating over the city in the distance and stuff and it's like nothing like that like the original deus ex the original the original deus ex was looked just mostly like you know like the like, 90s. Like New York. With robots. Like New York. And I don't, it, I can't speak to Hong Kong, but it looked like, you know, just regular what? ass buildings <clears throat> and stuff. And like occasionally there was like a sci fi door or a robot or something, but it wasn't like crazy. You know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't, um, it was more. It was more like Blade Runner, but not even that far, you know? Right. It was more Blade Runner and less like, like, not even like, I guess like Star Trek or I don't know what yeah. you say that the other one. Like was. they didn't even have, like in, in these games, both of these, you know, Humi Revolution and Mankind Divided, they have these like, you know, jet, uh, hover car jet things that fly around and stuff. And it's like, you were in a helicopter in the future, you know? Like that's how, it, that's your advanced mode of travel is a stealth helicopter. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's just real. It's just real odd. And so, but beyond that, like the just the game design, like in the map layout, there's like so few environments that you go to. You basically are in this like Prague map, and that's kind of it. And then you go to a couple other like places to like do some missions, but those missions last like twenty minutes. And but the most the, most of your time is spent in Prague. And now this city looks really good. Like it's really pretty, especially when they they transition it to like night. Uh, then it like is a really pretty looking environment. 
but it just doesn't really make any sense. Like the way it's like they had to check boxes for things like what a Deus, what does Deus Ex have? It has hacking terminals. Okay, so every door has a terminal and a keypad, and like the every door has that now. If it's like yeah, every door except for like the second story apartment buildings, and all of the apartment second story apartment buildings are the same apartment. Like it's got the same like two windows on either side and a door in the middle. And then they're just scattered around and like, and, uh, vents make no sense. Like some vents go to the sewer from, uh, like a bar and some vents go from a storage garage, like container thing to a bank vault. It's like stuff like that. It's like they, 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 you know, the people making this map is like, what did we needed to have? a way to hack into a door or hack a terminal to get into a door or use a vent to get into this room. <laughs> and but are those literal vent connections? Because the first one is terrible because a place where you serve food and drink has sewer gas coming into it through a vent. And then the other place, a freaking secure bank vault is sharing the same ventilation as just like an apartment. Uh, uh, so the, the bank vault is sharing the same ventilation as the adjacent parking garage. And well, that's even uh, better. Yeah. A public, a public place. Yeah. No, like <clears throat> this is real, right? Like this is what I'm talking. I'm not like making crap up. I'm like remembering exactly some of the layout of this stuff and how, and so you can't like look at a grate and be like, I bet I know where that grate goes. You look at a grate and you're just like, Oh, it turns left. Where the hell am I going? A restaurant. I was just inside this guy's apartment. Like, why is it connected to this restaurant? I don't know, but I would probably like that apartment. Like, mm, it always smells like bacon in here. Yeah. Well, unless it always smells like curry. Curry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's just like, like they, like the people making this map were like, oh, right. We need to have, um, we need to have vents that you can crawl through to get from one place to another. But we don't. It's just a labyrinth. Like, like it doesn't rhyme or reason to. Yeah, it. it's just there's no. Yeah, there's no particular like, and like they also you know in the I, one of the problems I had with the other game was that like you got this strength og that lets you punch through cracked walls, right? And so they have these like specifically cracked walls. You still can't punch through doors, and I hate this, right? <laughs> like, like a wooden door. Like you still can't punch through a wooden door. Um. I think you might be able to like blow up the wooden door, maybe, but like that was a anyway. I love that. So, can you blow up the cracked walls, or do you only get no, through them by punching? You can only get through them by doing the specific punch move that you have to spec into. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm like, well, at that point, it's just a grate that you have to unlock through an aug, right? Like, it's just a vent that you have to unlock through an augmentation, mm-hmm. which is like I have to sk- spend skill points or whatever. To like open to, get the Zelda to, bomb. to open, yeah, to get the Zelda bombs. And I bet you can still get where you need to go without using that ability. Absolutely, because there's also a hack thing or a grate that goes into there. So, grate is free. Grate is free. Hacking's pretty much free, though you can like spec into being better at it. Yeah. Um, you can also like use a multi tool, and multi tools in this game are uh, cost. Um, crafting components because they've got to have crafting components it's a game now and so you can like make multi-tools by having enough screws and you just find these all over the place yeah 
I, it, I don't know. It sounds Especially like, if you're crawling through all of these vents. I mean, it sounds kind of like they took some of the, like, half, half, half life and some of the, uh, like, Batman game components and just didn't maybe execute on them as well. Well, it, it seems to me like they just had a checklist of, like, things people remember about the original games. And they were, like, making sure that those were included but didn't know why they were important or like why people liked them. Or and why so they, you liked them. Yeah. Or <laughs> cause it's one thing to like have different approaches to getting into a thing. But when like every approach to getting into the thing, like kind of culminates into the same place. Like if I'm trying to get into this door and, or trying to get into this room. Right. And like, I can either hack my way in, use a multi-tool to hack my way in, they got rid of lockpicks, so it's just multi-tools, right? And then, or, um, like, get into, crawl through or vent from some other place to get into this room, then it's like, like, it, but it all kind of ends up in the same The choice, room. the choice doesn't matter. The choice doesn't, yeah, the choice doesn't matter, because I, like, the end, the end is, the end point is the same, it just, it's just, like, which way did I happen to find? So, like, there's so many times where I'll, like, like hack the door and then walk in there and see like, oh, there's also that like cracked wall and a vent in this room. And it's like, so like there's like three different points of entry, but it's still just the same room. It's not like I take, you know, so uh, the perfect example I have is just the first level from the original game, like the Liberty Island thing. Like you have to like go, you know, you can crawl around and find vents to like get in, but the vents give you a different entry point and a, and a totally different perspective of like how you're approaching this thing. And there's not like vents everywhere, you know, and then, but you can also like hack the front door or get a key card from the, from your informant to get into a specific place or just gun, just your, way gun your way in through the main. And so like, those are the options but they are, they're all like different approaches to the same problem of like infiltrating this thing. And this thing just kind of like throws every approach at every room into the same, like, like literally every door in some of these locations are, are a hack door, right? There's a panel on every door. And so it's like, well, I could just do this hacking minigame or use a multi-tool on every door and get into everything. Like, that's not that interesting. Like, I don't have to have a key card. I don't have to, like... Right. Uh, and it's, just, it's just brute force your way through for... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it sounds very dumbed down, is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, and, like... So there's just... And it, and it just feels like... It just feels like there's kind of a lot of... And a lot of ideas... Uh, or a lot of like things people wanted to include, but they don't really amount to anything. It's like all of these, you know, they, like the main hub area lets you explore a bunch of places. You can go into like a dozen or so different like cookie cutter apartments, and each of them have just like arbitrary emails that are meaningless, right? It's just like like slice of life for a random person, and um, and it's just like oh, you know, Janet at reception's a jerk or whatever. Yes. But uh, but all the apartment is there for is to like get more crafting materials or get like or get like, a, you know, like they've got this like some kind of data pad, like all pocket secretaries. And it's like and this guy for, for no reason has like 
the door code to a storage unit across town or a door or a code to like a password to like a you know the like a vault in the bank or whatever for whatever reason and so it's just like that that was that was another thing it's just like you find random codes in random places that like aren't really connected to each other like like how would i know where to find the code for you know this security door and it's like well if i found you know the apartment of the head of security or something then i go to his apartment but like that's not how these things are it's just like a random dude's apartment has this and it's like underneath a box you know and that's another thing is like there's so many just like guns or bioelectric cells or something just like under a box or under a trash can or under the refrigerator Where do you keep your bioelectric cells <laughs> But so it's like it's like it was another it's another issue of like they they know you're supposed to like explore in this game. And so they just kind of like dump all of this like excess equipment. And so and so most of my time is like meandering around through people's apartment and like rummaging through all their and like throwing boxes everywhere and just tossing people's apartment being like, where's all your crafting materials? Like. (laughs) Where's your stun gun ammo? Because I know you have it. I just imagine this in like a real life situation. He's like sitting on the couch watching TV and like some like half robot guy comes in, like just flipping boxes over in your house being like, where's your screws? I need to make more money. <laughs> or just like lifting up your refrigerator and throwing it into the corner and being like, why isn't there ammo under this refrigerator? And they're like, what does that even mean? And then he just leaves through the window, you know? <laughs> People keep ammo under the refrigerator. People keep all kinds of stuff under the refrigerator. Well, I feel like that's just crap that fell under there. Because you know it happens all the time. Like, yeah. When yeah. you move the refrigerator, like when you move at the like when you finally move out of your place, you'll move. You'll take the refrigerator with you. And it's like, oh, that's where all those grapes I dropped one day went. Yeah, but the, I mean that's the thing. It's like it's like that's where some, like random lucky charms or something ended up. Right. Uh, but but not like all your bullets. Yeah, not like all of your bullets or like. Like the the code to you know your <laughs> my bank vault your, codes. yeah your or your like secret dungeon room that you have in the bottom of your you know restaurant like that's so yeah it's just like it just feels like what are you what were you even doing like making this game like the I don't know it's it's kind of a mess and I, and oh god one of the things that bothers me so much is they introduce this idea that you have like secret ogs that you've gotten in Alaska, I think. And like, uh, and so you didn't have them in the first game, but now you have them and they're like special, like they're crazy. And, and you unlock them really early in the game. But in order to use them, like if you activate them, they like overclock your system. So you're like in the red, as far as like how much energy you're utilizing to, you know, be operational as a, as a bionic man. I mean, you have and, to, like drink coolant or something. Well, the uh, the uh, there's a, there's an option. The, the balance option is like you deactivate some of your standard augs to replace the with them with these like fancy experimental augs. But right when that mechanic is introduced, he also the dude also offers you us the dude who like unlocked these things for you offers you a sub a side quest that's like, hey, I think if you find this one piece of machinery you can just bypass this whole coolant issue and uh, you just go to this place and pick it up and I'll install it and then you can activate any augs you want. And I'm like, well, okay, great. I'll just do that. So I do that like immediately, 
you know, like I don't spend any of my augs. I've got like a stack building up. I've got like three, you know, three to five upgrade points and I get the thing and I'm like, okay, cool. I've got it. I got mission accomplished. And the guy's like, Hey, okay. I was going to install that for you. I got to do a thing with a guy and just come back to me later. (laughs) So, so then you have like six buckets of Og stored up later and come back. Oh, so then I have, so at that point I had like four or five, like, Og points, right? And it takes like two to unlock a new Og, and then each like uh, upgrade within that Og is one, right? Just say it's a lot or not. It's so so. I didn't have a whole lot, but I had like a little bit banked up, right? And I was like, okay, well, until I get all my Ogs unlocked, I'll just hang on to my current to my like Og points, right? And so I'm playing through the game, and I'm like, when the hell is this thing gonna unlock? And I think I'm like eighty percent through the game. And the guy finally freaking comes back and he's like, hey, I can install that thing for you. And I've got like 20 points stored up. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, why couldn't I have installed these things earlier? Like, why did you why did you tease me with this thing at the beginning of the game and then not let me install it until the end of the game? Like you wanted to force me into this like, oh, you got to turn stuff off. And like, I don't know mechanically if I had turned stuff off. If by the time I install this thing, if I could reactivate them, like, I don't know if that's a thing or if I would have like locked myself out of like potentially stuff I wanted to use. But regardless, that's not how that played out. And I just have this just mad bank load of like aug points that I was in like, OK, well, I'm unlocking everything. And now I don't even really want to use them because the gameplay that I figured out for myself doesn't involve them. <laughs> like so all this stuff that you could have been enjoying doing, you never got to do. Yeah, and so now I think I'm pretty much done with the game. I've got, like, uh, like I, my roommate was like, oh, yeah, you're, like, really far into the game. And I'm like, am I? Because it feels like I just started it. And also, I've got, like, no augs. And this sucks. And so, um, yeah, like, don't, don't, don't present me with, you can bypass this mechanic side quest, and then, like, it's a, you know, give me, like, augmentation blue balls or whatever you know like <laughs> just augmentation blue balls there you go just like just tell me i have to do your dumb like disabling augs balance game and then later tell me you can unlock all the augs yeah know? like why why even offer that quest at the beginning just say this is how you have to do it and then offer the seems like it would have made a lot more sense to offer the quest then like later when you could actually just do it all at once because that just seems stupid yeah like just tell me like if you want me to play this game of like like turn off some augs so i can activate experimental augs just make me do that and don't tell me i ever had the option and then like and then it'll be kind of a cool thing to be like hey i figured out a thing you can do like i've been looking into your crazy aug stuff and i figured out a thing you can do because it took me a while to think up this this option for you like i'm not just telling you to do this thing and then bailing on you yeah, you know? that seems that seems just like a really shitty way to implement that. Yeah, but apparently I'm going to be really disappointed because my roommate told me that this game just kind of cuts off and doesn't really amount to anything except the te- sequel tease. Uh, so, and also like that, like IDOS Montreal has now been moved off of Deus Ex entirely and is now working on the next Tomb Raider sequel and this other Avengers game. So, for all I know. This is the last one. This is the last one for a while. And like, yeah, 
I'm just gonna, I just want to play through it because I bought the Last Guardian, so I'm just gonna like play through this thing and then move on to Last Guardian. <laughs> and then you'll be riding around on your big Falcon thing, going, "Yeah, like, yeah, like, Luck Dragon or whatever." Yeah, like it's Falcor. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's my that's my very very long. That's my Deus Ex rant. Ex- angry explanation. Well, I still love Stardew Valley. I haven't quite done everything yet. So. Can you do everything? Yes, I intend to. What is like? What's the what's what's on your bucket list for Stardew Valley? Okay, so what do I have left to do? Uh, if we go back here and look at the planner, God, <laughs> there is there's a couple things. There's a couple of buildings I still have to get access to. So there's warp totems which are great because they teleport you to other parts of the the world the world map instantly which saves a, a whole bunch of time uh-huh. so i built one of them that teleports me to the mountains but i need the other one which teleports you to the beach it's like kind of the north and south southernmost ends of the map and uh then there's also a return scepter which uh you can use it and it'll teleport you back to the farm which is kind of like the central part of the map um so i i I, most most of those is just i just need to make a crap load of money to be able to buy all those things so then once you make those things like then what do you do uh uh, teleport around a little bit and go (laughs) we um yeah so i i don't know i mean i i want to build a lot more there's there's like it's great there's like tardis sheds that you can build on your farm. Um, Cause they only, they take up like, was it like nine tiles? But when you build them, I think it's like 50 tiles or something on the inside. Uh, no, it's more than that. But anyway, so I want to build a bunch of sheds and create like a crazy, like brewery farm. Uh, like for eventually for like one of the future seasons. Mm. Um, because I've got my like, I've got my like automated farming system set up where I have all of my, all of my sprinklers that do all the watering for me, and I have all of my like, little like elemental slave huts that they come out and do all the harvesting. So all I have to do is just walk over to the hut and pick up the, the, the crops at the end of the day, and I don't have to really do anything else if I don't have to replant them, and it's great. Um. So I've got like money rolling in. I did a coffee empire uh, this last season because coffee grows back really fast. And so I had like all these coffee beans. It's great. But yeah, it's mostly just building a couple more buildings and getting kind of a little bit of my layout stuff finalized. And then and then I will probably just do some decorating and then I'll be I'll be pretty satisfied at that point. Just call it call out a day. <laughs> yes. And that stuff. And then yeah. finally move on to a different game. Yes. And then I'll move on to a different game. At least you can't like have children and start a new farm or somewhere else, like like a startup farm, because then then it'd be like a like how do you know when you're finished, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like I, I still haven't I haven't maxed out all of my relationships with everyone. So I'm playing as like a I'm like a total like whore right now because I'm, <laughs> 
I'm dating. I'm like, I'm trying to date. I'm like, if you get the single characters to like you enough, then you can give them a bouquet of flowers and then you're either your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Uh-huh. And so you, you can only get them to like you up to eight hearts worth until you make them your boyfriend or girlfriend. And then you can get them up to 10 hearts. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to be a total whore and date every single human that's available and get everybody to 10 hearts. And uh-huh. then and then I'll be like, okay, you're the one I'm going to marry and then break like the hearts of like 10 other people uh, at that exact moment and get married. And then just taking the taking the Bioware route, <laughs> the Bioware route. Yes. <laughs> OK, it's one mission before the end of the game. You have to decide which one of us that you're that you're going to have the sex scene with. You're going to have this awkward mannequin sex with <laughs> that the fans apparently really love and like are like, that's the thing they're interested in with this new Mass Effect. Is there a three-way option in this Mass Effect? Have they gotten there yet? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Probably. I would, I would imagine, like, I would imagine it, it It has to be, right? Like, you, you have to be, you have to have just like a... Because the only way to satisfy these people is to just have a crew orgy, right? Yeah. Eventually, that's just what it'll turn into. I mean, that's just, eventually, that's just going to be the game. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's... Mass, Mass Effect... Colon crew orgy is mm-hmm. the name of the um, game. But yeah, it is funny. It's like the first one was like, choose which one of us you actually want to live with. And then the other one dies or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like the first one, they, they only kind of gave you the option of like. Two people, right? There was three because there was there was the male, which only a, a female could could. Yeah, with. there was it was. And the, then, the, uh, so that was Ashley, right? I, yeah, I can't remember. And there then was there the was... male, the female, and then like the bisexual alien. What? That was in the first one? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Wait, who is that? Who, wait. Because there was like the blue chick or whatever. Or the Asari. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Asari really bugged me as a race, right? Because they... They say so the lore, the fiction is that they project or like manifest them. I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> they manifest themselves as the thing that is like most attractive to that species. Right. But they all just look like a blue tentacle head girls. Yeah. What is that saying about these humans? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Because like I, I didn't I wasn't sure. I, I didn't realize that that was what that was supposed to mean. Like, I thought it was that they, I didn't, I didn't realize that they like morphed into tentacle monsters because humans found those attractive. Like, I don't know that it's a, I don't know if they like physically adapt or if they're just like, like, yeah, that's the thing that like kind of, kind of bothers me is like, they all just look like Star Trek aliens, you know, like humans with a prosthetic on their head and, and like body paint. Right. You know, because they have like human face and they speak English and, you know, other than that, it's just like, you know, from the neck down, it's like, you're, you're a cosplayer, right? 
Like you're just in a suit <laughs> and it's and it's like that's why they made them like that. Right. <laughs> it's just it was just designed for cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you laugh at that, but like I've heard real discussions about character design where they're like, yeah, but how is somebody going to cosplay that? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that, why are we making that decision? That, that's that's why, the like, thing. Like, why does that matter in our in our sci-fi universe if somebody can cosplay this? Like, sure, people are going to dress up, but like, maybe just leave that up to them. Or maybe it doesn't matter. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> but like in this Mass Effect Andromeda, they've like gotten rid of all of the like non like humanoid looking aliens like they got rid of like the the like little robear burble people and the the jellyfish men did they get rid of the krogans no they still have the krogans because of um rex i think mm-hmm. like because he was popular so they still have to have the krogans mm-hmm. and uh but they don't have like the Elcor. I love the jellyfish or the Hanar. Yeah, they don't have them or the yeah. I forget what the Robear Burbles were like. The bankers with like the gas masks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was just like <laughs> give me all your money. Oh uh, yeah, the, like, uh, the spend little, your money the, at the bank. The little like weird short guys. Uh, I I know the the the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I know that the the dark bank where you spend. Where you get to store all of your stuff. You know, those guys. <laughs> the dark bank. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Those games had dumb stories. <laughs> the dark. The dark bank. Black market of banks. It's like the, yeah, it's the, the dark bank. <laughs> What's so great about the dark bank? It's like who who we go to the dark bank? Like what are you doing there? Our sa- our savings account have like a like a three percent return instead of the normal the normal two point five. <laughs> Why do I? That's not that much better. <laughs> Why is that a secret? Why and why are you telling people about it? Uh. So yeah, I, I think the dark break. Yeah, they'll give you a loan without a full credit check. It's like that's. <laughs> That's why you go to the dark bank. Uh, it's it's only subprime lending. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we still do reverse mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> Dark bank TM. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. So, so yeah, they got rid of all those. It's just the the Turians, which are the like the weird, uh, like the. Who the hell was that guy? Garrus. 
uh, Garrus and the villain from the first game. Are they like the Darth Maul looking kind of guys? No, they they have <clears throat> their face looks more like a combination between like a Protoss. Yeah, well, but they have mouth mandibles, but they kind of open from the side a little bit and from the bottom. Okay, like Predator. Yes, well, sort of, but not as gross, <laughs> right? Um, so there's, there's those guys, the Asari, obviously, yeah, uh, and then the Krogans, and I think that might be it. I don't. What about know, like the people, the like Orians? Yeah, like the, I don't think the they, other gas mask people. Yeah, I don't think they have them because. I think they're all still on that flotilla, and this mm-hmm. is in like the Andromeda Galaxy and not the Milky Way Galaxy. Oh. Uh, so, but then again, it's like, why the hell are these other aliens here? Like, I don't know. I, there's a lot of like fuzziness about when this storyline for that game takes place because I thought it was like a crew of like uh, that we sent out before we discovered the Mass Effect stuff on the Citadel. And humans, not we, but like humans, you know, mm-hmm. and so they're like in cryostasis sent out to the Andromeda galaxy. So they like have been frozen for hundreds of years and they're waking up and then like they get to Andromeda and they're like, all right, you know, we're the first people to explore the Andromeda galaxy. And it's like, sorry, buds, like we've had faster than light travel for a long time. And because <laughs> this Mass Effect stuff. So we've been here and we've like got all this stuff set up. And then you're like, damn it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I thought it was going to be. But uh, that I've heard you're that... Like, like, are we slaved to <clears throat> carrots yet? Or are we still like normal like humans? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, there is the carrot race. But we're not slaves to them anymore. Okay. <laughs> we struck a deal. <laughs> Reached an accord with the carrot masters. Um. So that's that's that game. That's all I know about that game. That and everybody has like the worst animated faces. <laughs> it just it just looks like gross. Okay then. Yeah. Um and and one of the tweets let's see, somebody tweeted like like the writer, like the lead writer or whatever, of like, hey, who can we have sex with in that in the next Mass Effect? And uh I think his response was like a lot of people and the banging is going to be really good. <laughs> Gross. And I'm like, oh boy, that does not make me have any confidence in this game. <laughs> <laughs> like if the guy who's like the lead writer is is like too into his own fan fiction of well, like the universe. If a guy who's the lead writer says phrases like the banging's going to be really good, there's <laughs> a lot of confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, like you have no business <laughs> being a writer in this. Uh, like game writing is already like traditionally bad enough. Like you don't have to, you you don't have to bring your your like, uh, freaking Tumblr <laughs> into this. Your Tumblr. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Yep. And that's the story of the Bang Fest. <laughs> bang or, Fest. Or, bang, or, or Space Orgy, whatever. Space, yeah. Mass Effect. Mass Effect Space Orgy. Mass Effect Space. Crew Orgy. That's okay. what it was. Crew Orgy. Yeah, so now I understand why you thought it was going to be just Crew Orgy. Because if they're writing things like the banging, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's 
kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it is, it is. Um. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about some writing that we do enjoy. Uh, so Netflix is banging some stuff out. Yikes! Speaking of that, inappropriate <laughs> phrasing. Uh huh. Uh, so. Uh, what was one of the things? Stranger Things season two. Stranger Things season Super two. Super Bowl ad. Yeah, that's. I think it's their I, all. The I, first, all I needed to see Super Bowl ad for sure. All I needed to see was the kids in, in Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters outfits, yes. and I yes. said, "I'm on board." <laughs> <clears throat> sold, sold forever. You got me. Take my money. You knew how to do it. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> and. uh yeah, so there's that, and then there's a bunch of other just like crazy shows that they're they're greenlighting and producing. Because like on the video game side, there's the Castlevania, uh huh, right. And then what was is, is there like actually going to be a Zelda one? No, that was how I was making sure. fun of the Zelda thing. Okay, like because that that was a thing that was announced like over a year ago. Okay, uh, by somebody I don't even remember if it was an official Netflix thing. But I just remember articles running that were like, Netflix is doing a, a Zelda TV show. See, I, I don't, I don't know if I ever heard that. That just doesn't. It, but it does sound kind of like a gag, like not necessarily serious. Yeah, because. But but I. But the Castlevania thing's real. I think it's real. Is that a is that like from Netflix official? I believe so. The article that I saw said it was like from a list of shows Netflix announced. Oh. Which to me sounds official well what else was in that list i have no idea <laughs> i don't i didn't look at the list i just all i know is that because because the article was about castlevania and not about every show but yeah do you know any did they say anything about it like or was it just on the list of like i, I think it was just on the list i think it was just speculation at this point i was just saying that i hope that the first episode is an hour of just a guy whacking every wall he sees with the chain and eating turkeys like put trying to put out all of the candles yeah yeah and uh he's just jumping and, and whipping what, jumping what and I, whipping what i would love is like is like you know it's it's a live like if it's a live action show or whatever right like the guy's like running around and there's like a candelabra or something and he's like getting in an argument with someone and he just knocks it down and like he knocks the candle off the table and then just like a heart just comes floating down off of it just like crazy crap like that like i would just love to see like a show that just did stuff like that like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's Castlevania, but it, it's really just like some kind of weird like romantic comedy show. But like it still just has like weird Castlevania elements. So like when, when, when he's walking around and it's like it's like at night the monsters come out and he's just like do 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 do. They're on a date and like it's evening and they're uh -huh. on like a horse horse and buggy carriage and like night falls and then the monsters come out. And suddenly the horses are like skeleton horses. Yeah. And, and then there's like, like a thirty foot Frankenstein but walking around. But they're still, but they're still just like playing some like fifties love song as they're like holding each other in the in the carriage. And, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like he bumps into a wall and like it crumbles and a turkey comes out and then they eat the turkey and move on. <laughs> and it's like nobody really acknowledges that that just happened. No, it's just like the way that the world is. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't act like it's really weird that like. When you walk up to a street sign and push a button, cars stop. 
Yeah. You know, it's just it's just how the world functions. It's just the rules. Yeah, it's just yeah. the rules of the world. I mean, yeah, you just okay, you knock down a chunk of wall off a castle and you eat the turkey that comes out. Like he's walking about and he like stubs his toe and then he like he stubs his toe so he has to like knock knock this knock this candle over. Yeah. No, the hearts don't restore health. Okay, I never you, played Castle. They give you ability points to like use your boomerang or your not a boomerang, it was like like a boomer cross. It was like a cross. It was like a crucifix. <laughs> it was a crucifix that you threw at people, or like a holy water. Okay, yeah, I remember those. And, yeah. Or like the thing that let you like throw out a bunch of axes or something. Yes. Yeah. Or okay. the knife. Yeah, and the, the hearts. <laughs> or the knife. That yeah. sounds really lame. <laughs> the knife was the lamest one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like the hearts would just let you use those more. They didn't restore life, which was really misleading for most people because generally yeah. heart represented hit points yeah no that was what the turkeys were for was to get your hit points back okay that makes sense yeah. I, w- I thought it might have been like a fighting game or like a brawler kind of thing where like one one health pickup does like a partial health the other pickup does like full health no no mm. hearts were for powering up weapons okay that's interesting <laughs> it's just like a uh, a, a very like it's a very convention breaking symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't even know if that was like before the convention was like hearts were a healing thing. I can't remember if Castlevania is older than Zelda or not. But I mean, they both like, came out on the NES, right? Yeah, Zelda definitely established hearts as being like a hit point thing. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I never understood hearts like I don't know if it was like a vampire thing or what that was about. I never understood why hearts represented weapon power. Yeah, I mean, I guess what else would it be? <laughs> You'd have to think of some other like some other ar- arbitrary icon for like you're like go the Mega Man route where it's just like a glow ball. Yeah. Like that's the thing. But whatever. So it's going to be a TV show, though. I guess. Do you think it's going to be a lame, uh, like, tween um, <laughs> vampire thing? <laughs> like Simon Belmont is going to be this, like, just like, <laughs> like thin, like, white boy CW cast member. <laughs> you think you think it's going to be like a Twilight? Like Casabine's going to be like a Twilight? Yeah. Yeah. Show? <laughs> That would be fantastic in, like, all of the 30-somethings that we get so pissed off and disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's just such outrage. And, like, yeah. there's Alucard, and he's just this, like, just, <laughs> this, like, super metro-looking. Yeah, like... he's, like, this, like, just brooding teen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Like, I mean, it would be a horrible show, and I would hate it. But just the idea of like somebody just having the gall to do something so completely horrible. I mean, that makes total sense. Uh, but hopefully, like, it would definitely be the worst. Yeah. But yeah, yes. I mean, it's yeah. It's like it's like they gym in the holograms. It. Yeah, like they just take this idea and they're just like, like in name. Th- this movie is gym in the holograms in name only. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. And so that came on Netflix and I just had to watch the first episode to see what the hell. Oh, the TV show. Yeah, Yeah. because I had totally forgotten anything about it. And I don't think we really watched it as kids anyway. No. Because it was a girl show. Well, yeah. And I remember it existed, but I never remember watching it. It, I think it was one of those cartoons where I like actively changed the channel. Yeah. And I realized why, because I watched that first episode and it's like every couple of minutes, they'll like break into like a song and dance number and do like MTV where they'll show like Jim and the holograms and then a song title like literally they'll they'll put like an MTV label like thing on oh there. like the bottom third yeah like that yeah kind of where thing. it shows like and, like the, the album and, and yeah it shows that. like the 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 band and this and the song title and stuff and then they're like such terrible songs it's usually just like here's five lyrics that will repeat three times in a row <laughs> but so it's but, like pop music yeah and so like <laughs> I watched the first episode, which I think was like a 20 minute episode. I They did at least three songs. Wow. Yeah. Like, well, no wonder there's such garbage. Like, you've got to write th- two or three songs per episode. Yeah. For a whole and, season of shows. And still, right, right. And still try to tell a story, like, in that amount of time, too. Yeah. But it was. Because they can't be very long. If they're like, you know, three minutes, that's nine minutes of your 20 minute show. But I mean, the that's songs, the I mean, the, again, the songs were really short. It's like, about like you could probably sing happy birthday in about as long as like some of the songs were oh okay so well yeah maybe maybe a little maybe like singing happy birthday twice right? <sighs> like that's how long the songs were boy and they had about as much content yeah that's that's the happy pretty birthday rough song. um yeah so that part was definitely like oh this part's hard to watch like it's really hard to get through the song parts yeah. And then the rest of it is still like really ridiculous. Also, the main character's name is Jerrica. Like, what the heck is that? I I feel like somebody like like somebody hit the wrong key when they were trying to name her Jessica. <laughs> because yeah. seriously, Jerrica, I or or is it Jenica? It was one of those two. It's like still either one, like, that's a typo. You meant to say Jessica, and then you changed it. Because at the last minute, maybe there was like somebody named Jessica, whatever, uh-huh. and you had to change the name. So wait, her name. So then, who? So Jim is a stage name. Yeah, because no. she turns into Jim as like that's like her incognito because she uses the holograms to create this like other alternate self. Oh wow! Okay, because I think her name's like Jerica something. I don't know Jones or whatever, but. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't really matter um yeah and she uses her her robot's name it's great they got they got a computer program that's represented by like an 80s female that looks kind of like like some kind of thunder dome tina turner or something uh-huh. and her name is synergy yes <clears throat> and it's like the artificial intelligence uh hologram generating um like an ai that generates holograms yeah yeah, and it's great. And so yeah, that's why it's Jen, uh, that's why it's Jim and the holograms. And she's got earrings that ha- are remote controls to to activate the holograms. That sounds like it's I feel like you're like giving me mixed signals because that part of the show sounds pretty great. Yeah, it's it sounds pretty great. It's just like executed with like really really bad 80s cartoon storytelling. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like the concept. And so here's the that's the problem with the movie. Like if they had taken those concepts uh-huh. and like actually made use that to make a movie, like you could have made like a pretty kick ass movie with that as like just your base. Like I've got this 
AI robot, hologram generating robot named Synergy that I'm going to use to like, at, at, like I inherited my, my father's legacy of a record company and I'm going to use this to like make myself into like a, a, a star. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would like totally make a great movie. Like my thought was on the movie was like, cause she like gets 50% of the company control it's like her and like some other like dude who's a total asshole. Wait, is that wait? Whoa, is, are these things real? This is real. This is from the, <laughs> this is from the cartoon show. I thought you were just riffing on this. No, stuff. no, no. This is from the cartoon show. So she inherited the her father died. Uh-huh. So she inherited half of the company, and so she's trying to like her and this other guy are like vying for control of the record company. They both like own half of it or something. Uh huh. And so she's she creates this band and uses this computer with this technology that she finds that her dad had hidden for her her dad made a secret hologram ai yes and didn't tell anybody about it wow so so she inherits it and so she's using this to create a band to like make to like help help her company like support her company and the other guy uh tries to get this this band of evil girls called the misfits Uh their band is the misfits and they're just like psychopaths (laughs) Because the, like the very first episode, there's like a battle of the bands between the misfits and Jim and the holograms, and they just rob the the holograms. They just take all of their band equipment and just run off and drive off with it. That's when the misfits do that. Huh? Yes, and then they like like I guess in like the next episode, they like break in and put a bomb in their house. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, like they're psychopaths. <laughs> it's fantastic, uh, but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, like you could make a totally awesome movie out of this idea, but instead it was like, let's just make fucking Hannah Montana. Well, yeah, I was like, let's make uh, let's make a Justin Bieber documentary that's not Justin Bieber. Yeah, it was something terrible, whatever it was. Yeah, but right, like, see, and I just meant like Mike, my, my like, if I would do the Jim and Oliver's movie, it would be like, again, you you go with that basic thing of like the guy and the girl like inheriting control, but then the dude is like, okay. I'm going to go sell this like synergy technology to the military and just make a huge profit and just cash <laughs> out. And like Jim was like, no, but- they'll just use it for evil. And so then they're like fighting, like there's infighting there. And then like he sends thugs to like try and murder her and stuff. Uh-huh. And she's got to use like her and her band members have to like use the hologram technology to like rescue somebody. And, uh-huh. and they're, they're like, like plan. Doing, like, yeah. They're like doing like crazy spy crap with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the hologram. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And like use it to like generate what looks like a giant army or something. Yeah, it was like all they just go nuts with it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then what would be great is like the dude the dude actually like gets the AI to the military, right? To pitch it. And they think like, oh no, we've lost. Oh, I can't believe like this is act you know, like the the climax of the movie, and they're like, I can't believe we didn't make it. And then it turns out the AI can only generate pop group holograms. <laughs> So it's like it's like yeah, I've converted this thing, and it's just like it's just like guys in like army suits, but it's a boy band, and so it's just like it's just yeah, yeah. It just looks but like it, they, it just but, looks like village people esque, right? Like, and so and so then holograms. that guy gets arrested or something, yeah. And then Jim still sells it to the military, and makes a huge profit because they just use it for military recruiting. Yeah, and they've just got their new USO show. <laughs> Even at Niage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so there's a freebie, Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Better movie than the one you made. Re- so reboot that. Think about it. <laughs> All right. I think that's probably good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good place to end. Uh, Next time, we'll tell you how to make a better Transformers movie. Oh, that's not hard. <laughs> Step one, feature the Transformers. Step one, make it about robots fighting a war with other robots. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. The name of this episode is... Aug- is it Augmentation Aug- Blue Balls? Augmentation Blue Balls is the only... No, no, no. It's it's Dark Bank. Dark Bank. <laughs> it's the Dark Bank. The Dark Bank, yeah. There it is. Okay, great. Uh oh, uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to send us emails <laughs> <laughs> about what the dark bank would actually engage in, <laughs> maybe what the dark bank does, or if you have an account with the dark bank, or can get me a savings account at the dark bank. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can email us at podcast at sightenbeta.com. Uh, it's been a while since I've said the the email address, but like nobody emails us. So it's really nice. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, dark man. That's the name.